0: I went to Carl's. I went to Carl's. I wouldn't have known Carl's.
1: Carl's beds.
0: I know. I know. That's why
2: All I didn't right. tell with you. that, that's why he, he's like, I don't think about Carl's bed. Uh. Yeah, There's Lohia
1: and on Carlsbad. <laughs> anyway, uh, welcome to a special lead-up-to-the-Oscars episode of Season 4, 3 three and a half Gentlemen, the podcast where three of the four hosts provide a refined and intellectual analysis of moves from our private collections. while one of us tries desperately to keep up, we'll let you decide which host is which, but for now, my name is Sean, and with me, as always, are my co-hosts, Jeremiah.
2: Don't laugh, yo, this ain't fucking reality TV here. Brandon. Oh, it went out of order.
3: Well, when you're facing a loaded gun, what's the difference?
0: And Eddie, two pills? Why don't you just give me a bottle and a scotch in the hand and a handgun to blow my fucking head off? <laughs> That's a good
3: one. That's a good one. All
0: right. So, uh, with season four, we're picking movies that we think that will create some good conversations. Uh, so, some of these will be from our private collections, while others may be new releases in theaters and streaming. For this week and next week, we'll be looking at two uh, relatively recent Best Picture winners for the Academy Awards. Uh, Additionally, throughout the season, we'll be including some new releases in theaters and streaming, as well as a TV season. As
2: with every review we give, our goal is to answer one simple question. How many drinks does it take to get through the film we just watched? Now, at the end of the podcast, we'll rate the movie based on a scale of 0 to 5 zero being a perfect film that you can watch stone cold sober and five being sort of the film that makes you feel like your newly broken wrist is being smashed over and over again by a boot welding gangster. Fuck yeah. Quilding. Welding, it could be welding. It could be like I hear, I car. hear a
1: little crackle.
2: I see, I hear smooth. Like I hear like, some right. crackle. I I hear some crack. I hear some pop. What the fuck, man?
1: With that, what movie do we have shipping up to us tonight, gentlemen? Oh, Brandon, I, I love, love that one. I love that's my favorite one oh, that you've done. I appreciate that's my that. favorite one so far. Ah. Oh shit! <laughs> well, with that. What? <laughs> hey, having shipped up to Boston with Brandon, this is the perfect uh, the perfect fucking is- entry to this story. Here we go. <laughs> well, if you haven't put it together yet, tonight we
3: have Martin Scorsese's one and only best picture Oscar film, 2006's The Departed.
1: Tragedy, tragedy. It
3: is tragedy. I mean, this is we're going to get to how yeah, great a movie tragedy. this is. No, we're, we're going to talk about how great a movie this is, but is it the is it his best one? I don't know. We'll talk about that. Anyway, The Departed follows a pair of yeah. undercover I shut so. up, Eddie. In the streets of Boston. Billy is a Massachusetts state police officer, who goes undercover to help take down one of Boston's most infamous bad guys, Costello. And Colin is a high rising wonderkind of an uh, in the in the state police uh, who has infiltrated the police to spy for Costello. This film really takes a look at how pretending to be someone else can destroy who you are, especially in a kill or be killed world where you don't know who to trust. This movie has a Who's Who cast that includes Leonardo DiCaprio, Matt Damon, Jack Nicholson, Martin Sheen, Mark Wahlberg, and Alec Baldwin, among a hell of a lot of others. Departed has an IMDb rating of a criminal 8.5 out of 10 and has a critic score of 91% and an audience score of 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. And I say criminal because I think it should be a lot higher. What do you guys think? Just real quick.
1: Uh, I think think honestly – 8.5 8.5 is, is probably where it's supposed to be given the graphic yeah. nature of the movie and given... It's pretty um, high. It's be pretty so, high. Higher. I hear, I hear so like, if you're objective higher. looking... Hold on, hold on, hold on. If, if it's if higher, the Right, if, and if you're objectively looking...
0: I think it should... It but if you're objectively
1: looking at this movie, there are a lot of people who think it's got gratuitous violence, a lot of a lot of blood, and a lot a of, of, of unnecessaryness that that yeah. we enjoy, that n- other people don't necessarily. That's true, rate. grandma so doesn't necessarily. Well, the hear problem it. with this 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 exactly this generalized rating is that it takes into a- Consideration everyone, yeah, and you know, like, like, right now we're in this uh, we have this societal thing where we go out onto the street and ask normal people their opinion. Well, sometimes normal people are stupid, they don't, you know, their opinions are stupid, that's just how it is, yeah, yeah. Well,
2: because they sailor right. pig, Shiny and Div- they lost what? a leg.
1: <laughs> 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 as with every movie that we review, we, I mean, uh, sorry, uh, as with every movie we review, we try to pair our selection with a drink that we feel reflects the film. Uh, so Ed. Why do you keep changing this, Brandon? Why don't you just leave it the fucking way it is? What, do you have to just refine it every week that you do? I it? do. I like
3: keeping it fresh. I like keeping every, it fresh
2: on. Keep it on your no, toes.
1: I can't memorize it. I can't
2: memorize you like it. To keep it. it. Keep it on you shouldn't toes. even need a <laughs> script. That's all I'm saying. This fucking guy. This fucking guy.
1: <laughs> As in every review, we try to pair a selection with a cocktail that we feel reflects that film. So, Ed, why don't you take us to the drink that we will be enjoying this evening? Well done.
0: Uh, Brandon, I'm. I will, I will, Sean Brandon. Who picked uh, this, this is? Movie? This is our, our guy wearing a New York
3: Yankees fucking baseball hat, Ed. This is you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So remember that. You remember that. You put some fucking respect back in my hey man, name, I'm Brandon, not, please, okay? So remember.
2: remember go, you, wait a second. Yeah. Listen to this fucking one of these fucking <laughs> What the fucking hell were wearing, wearing we're, this fucking Yankee hat? Yeah, just
3: man. tell us what we're drinking. What we're, uh, what we're, drinking.
2: we're having tonight? A a Which just... Well, t-
0: tonight, guys, the drink has. Kinda of jumped around a little bit, but tonight we're gonna to keep it simple. Uh so Brandon can have cranberry juice and Jeremy can have cranberry juice. Uh Sean and I will have the double shot of Irish Irish risk it. whiskey. Whisk whiskey. Wait, really uh, whiskey. <laughs> uh, whiskey. Why do you say whiskey that way? Whiskey
2: <laughs> what are you thinking uh, about?
0: So, about so there's you know, there's we've we've had two <laughs> drinks. So we have two drinks. We have cranberry juice, uh, or we can have a double shot of I- Irish whiskey. Uh, so you to pair up with your uh, port in the dirty glass and t- uh, turn up your Dropkick Murphy CD and throw it back. Uh, Brandon's drinking game that he likes with this is every time they, they say the word fuck, uh, you take a half a shot for each time the there word you "fuck." Yes. How, many times, is, really how many times? How many times do they
3: say "fuck" in the department? Two hundred and thirty-eight times. Yes, and you know this is uh, this is the fourth most uh, "fuck" written uh, Scorsese masterpiece.
1: Please tell us the first three "fuck" written. Well, I can't really uh, tell Scorsese you the. You the I so can't, you can't tell you two and, and three. <laughs> I'm going to say Casino. Casino is a
3: liar. Wolf of Wall Street is number one with over five hundred. That's twice as many fucks as in this. Uh, you movie. know,
1: I've never, I've never seen, I've never seen that fucking movie. I'm gonna say criminally
3: overrated. Criminally overrated. Very oh, overrated.
2: Okay. Very overrated. Yes. I think overrated. I mean, I love that me some All right, Let's,
1: let's, let's yeah. get in. Let's get into talking about this movie because this movie kind of for me at least came out of the out of the like the blue. I had no anticipation or expectation when I first in two thousand six saw this movie. Yeah. I remember looking at the cast going, God dang it, that's a great fucking cast. And I remember the trailer. And I want to say the trailer had a Rolling Stones song, uh, Gimme Shelter at the very beginning, and I think they actually used it also in the oh, beginning did, of the movie. Because that is and one of my It favorite just songs. kinda it just kinda hit it hit in a certain way like it's it it's a modern gangster and I'm not a gangster movie fan. I think I said that on the Godfather podcast. I'm not ai am not a shoot 'em up gangster movie kind of guy. Like I've never seen Casino, I've never seen um Goodfellas. Goodfellas uh, good fellows, yeah uh i will see those movies but i have you have yet to see them
0: you have seen what was that one where yeah. they dress up as the some the, yeah, like the it hot which actually is is a gangster. A, a gangster
1: that's a gangster movie, movie yeah, yeah. That's yeah. yeah that's true that's yeah. true spats is the villain yeah Does it is yeah
2: yeah. anyway uh Sean let's put it this way man you know that it's a martin film when you hear Rolling Stones into uh, his fucking film because he does that in every, every fucking movie, movie. with of you it's almost kind of like yo I got I got a movie yeah. I'm gonna fucking put it in there, yo. So but it fits the narration with what Frank is talking about man, it's fucking dope. It dude. does.
3: I just want to take it off real quick since we're talking about music. That uh, number one, he loves the Rolling Stones. I mean, he he he, he, uh, he did a documentary about the band. He's got a great classic rock sensibility to him. But the movie that I think that he's done that has music that that helps to to frame the entire movie. And I think it's probably one of his most underwatched movies. But it's Bringing Out the Dead. Have you ever seen that one? with Nicolas Cage as a as an ambulance driver. That 1999 movie, man. Oh, it, it is ambulance it movie. It is. Yeah, it's gritty and the use of music in that in that film is literally second to none. I, I highly recommend it for no other reason. Watch Nicolas Cage go crazy, which is just a normal thing for him, but fucking the music is just amazing. But yeah. It's fun watching it go crazy. It is. It That's is. fucking dope. So
1: I just want to throw that out there. Well, right. uh, so 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 I I will say Martin Scorsese is not one of those directors that I, I seek out. I always find him violent and, and gory and, and bloody and, and gangster related. And I've never really embraced him. I think I saw Shutter Island, which I, I'm pretty sure was a Scorsese it movie. It is. Um, a couple of years ago, and that was fantastic. So Aviator, this is kind of the, yeah. f- the first time that I've I've really jumped in and enjoyed uh, Aviator for sure. But this is the first That's time I've really jumped in and enjoyed Scorsese. Like a Martin Scorsese. A heavy yeah. Martin Scorsese movie yeah and I think for me what set off the movie right from the beginning is is that Rolling Stones song and the the um the dialogue by Jack Nicholson so uh, I'm one to hate uh, uh narration narration at the beginning of a movie and mm-hmm. a movie mm-hmm. I fucking hate it yeah. I just I hate it so much this movie it was fucking a perfect it was one of the one of the best introductions to a movie I think I've I've seen in, a, in a quite a, bit, a quite a long time.
0: Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? Does he do that also with Casino too? Yeah, so with like the the Well, I'll tell you this meaning. much, bro. The
2: casino feels village. like a documentary about fucking Las Vegas. Yeah. I mean, it's all narration. I mean, yeah. just by every single fucking lead actor in that movie. So he's known for lead actors. He has yeah. to have a lead and actor, he, right? So in all he his really, movies, he like relies actor. on that in Casino. Here, you get a, a 15 minute introduction of each character that we're going to be focusing on, dude. And what I love about this is that yes. after we get the introduction to each character we get the film title Departed and it goes right into the fucking movie. How fucking dope was that right there? Brandon, do you like the character development right away? And and,
3: and Jeremiah, you stole the words and the thoughts right out of my head because that is one of the things that stands out to me so much in this movie. And that is something I think a lot of directors don't have the balls to do and that's to have an overextended introduction, (laughs) right? And and, like, it's almost like you're not expecting there to be a credit sequence. I mean, granted, just the title card, but he jumps us right into it. And we get to know the characters. We get to see who they are. Um, we don't know exactly everything about them, but we get the sensibility of of hey, this is how it's going to work. Well, I mean, one of the my favorite shots in the entire film is the match cut between little Colin and then Matt Damon's Colin, and you just realize what's going on. You know that he's undercover immediately, even if you don't know anything about yeah, the movie. Yeah. And then and then, like you said, we get the shipping up to Boston, which yes. I, I think is is has to be one of the most amped up pumped up get you going songs in out there right and we're thrust into this we watch Leonardo DiCaprio's character in prison we get to see everything that's going on it's fucking brilliant and and Eddie you you asked and you you were absolutely right the character development in that 15 minutes it's almost like saying You know, let's take a look at the first fifteen minutes of Up. It's a it's a condensed movie in and itself.
1: And and, and Up is a good one, but it's almost like it's like a doctor giving you the chart of the patient. Yeah. Like, hey, here's what's going on. This person is over here. This person over here. We're you know we're setting up the universe, and now go. Like everybody just fucking go. And then all of a sudden you've got you've got characters that you think you know, Mm -hmm. and then they develop over the course of the movie to the point where it's like. The, the twists—it's almost like he's so obvious with wh- where the characters stand. Hey, there's a good guy in the police, or a bad guy in the police, and a good guy in in, in um, Costello. Costello, yeah, Costello, Costello. Costello's Costello. Costello's Costello. group, Costello. right? So there it is—that's all. That's all the twists you get. And then as you progress, it just fucking twists and turns, and it makes you feel anxiety. <laughs> Anytime a movie makes you feel anxiety for a character, you they're doing a good job because it's like, oh fuck, he's getting caught! Oh god. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's yeah. a rat on both sides, right, yeah. so there yeah, there's a mole and there's a rat, so it's just like' it's, how many it's funny rats how, are there? like everything that the it, it's it just <laughs> makes you in th- you make and you never think about okay if as a cop there's uh they 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 take you from the graduation and they plug you in right away into a graduation day, and the next day, oh that you were to plug you in as a rat, so no one knows you, yep. it makes you think like shit, this is I almost feel like. <laughs> This is real life, some of the stuff that he, they may really do out there for the police department or the yeah. FBI. Or did, and no, that's okay. No, you,
3: you got story. it. And I just want to jump on what Sean's saying. And one of the things – I know that uh, I'm going to be really, really just like praising of this movie because I think it's a fantastic movie. It has its faults and I definitely – not, it's not a zero, so don't worry about it. But one thing, Sean, that you mentioned and I think something we have to talk well, about. I was terrified. Yes, is – there it is, is – um, is the pacing. Right, The pacing and the balance of storytelling. And you can tell this is Scorsese. It's a seasoned director. It's a seasoned storyteller. But he never once overdoes Leonardo DiCaprio's side. He never overdoes Matt Damon's side. Uh, to me, it's this beautiful ping pong match of back and forth and back and forth. Sean, what do you think?
1: I'm telling you, I, I agree with you. But the linchpin is not the pacing. It's not the character development. It's not the acting of any of the characters except for Nicholson if this movie yeah. does not have that character being who Nicholson is, and I, I don't know if you've, you've heard Nicholson talk about this character at all. I don't know if you've heard him talk, mm. but um, this, 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 like he, he would get the script and the script would say like, um, you know, uh, man, stand or used Costello stands over man in on his knees with gun. Mm-hmm. And he would create like a joke and he would, he, he built a character around the script.
0: You're talking about when you, when you yeah, shot someone on, on the beach, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So the line was
2: this, guys. The line was this is that he saw it and then he said, let me actually add a few things here. And he goes, when he shoots the person, he goes, oh, she fell funny just fucking just weird fucking thing where it just like, that's so disturbing it puts in your mind like, how yeah. many times has he done this shit mm-hmm. and so i think that was it just how he improvised most of the scenes you're just like fuck this yeah. guy is just so fucking wild candy man mm-hmm. but,
1: and his hands the way he, his hands oh, yeah. moved and uh, what i'm saying is there's only probably five actors in history who could have pulled pull off this role and i think that nicholson does something that is I think it's a career defining role. Even if he, you know, even if he's had great roles in the past, this is a career defining role. It is. it for is me. Well, I think that
2: I think that that's for a lot of actors in this movie because even yeah. Mark Wahlberg. I mean, he's the only one who got nominated yeah. for this. I don't film, like dude. him, and, he,
1: and I he was fantastic. he fucking
2: killed him in this oh, movie, man. I mean, it's part. unbelievable. Was he a supporting actor? Listen, no, no, I, seriously. I mean, I think Leonardo DiCaprio gives the best performance in this fucking movie. I mean, he fucking oh, owns no, it. You're fucking no, no. no. Come on, Jack
0: Nicholson.
1: Jack Nicholson no. was. He was no. so
2: Jack Nicholson can be a little over, over uh, more. Yes. I mean, too. Listen, listen, listen. Oh man, like like, hey, I'm going to be Jack Nicholson. You know, you see Leo just. Uh, Matt Damon was great too, not, guys. Man. I feel like he was like a goody two shoes. He you, you it,
0: it pissed you off with. Like, Mark's response to Matt Damon made you like, yeah. yeah, Mark, I agree with you. Fucking Matt Damon's pissing me off. I don't know why, but he's pissing me off. <laughs> you're just literally on the force.
2: edge for Leonardo DiCaprio's character now. Yeah, like, that's you're true. literally, that's like, true. just that's fucking, true. like, and he, and he wears it on his sleeves yeah. in this movie, dude. No. So,
3: so, I mean, two things. But but one, jumping off, Jeremiah, what you're saying is, uh, I know I mentioned, mentioned it earlier on, but the fucking beat down of his broken wrist. Like to me, that is that, that, that makes me squirm more than watching. Yeah. It just, it it fucking hurts to watch, but no, you guys are going to hate me because where I find the movie isn't a zero is because of two performances in which they're overacting Jack Nicholson and Mark Wahlberg's character. I, I just, they took me away because they, I watched Jack Nicholson and I've mentioned this before with Tom Cruise movies when I sit there and I watch a movie and I'm like, there's Jack Nicholson acting. There's Tom Cruise acting. It just pulls me out of it completely. And there were times, just times, not not the whole movie, Sean, but there were times where Nicholson, like Jeremiah was saying, he just goes a little bit above and beyond. And then with Mar- Mark Wahlberg's character, no, I, I just understand. wanted to tell you're him just, to shut the fuck wrong. up. I, yeah, I am, sure. But I, and it's not just like, shut the fuck up, Mark Wahlberg's character, because... You're just, uh, uh, that's your character. It's more like he's, he's reaching so hard. You can see him acting. And I was like, God damn it, just, just be more
1: natural. He's out of his, he's out of his depth. He absolutely, he's out of his depth. Absolutely.
0: What about, uh, Jack Nicholas's, uh, like Mr. Finch, the, the left hand man? Like, Ms. Ray Winstone? Winston. a good fucking Winston. actor, man. Ray Winston. Winston. Ray Winston. Winston. And what is he? Oh, yeah, he's, he's good. I, I feel like he, he... He's fantastic. Scares the shit out of me. Like, he, may, he makes it seem like he's right behind Jack, like... Every time you see Leo trying to like get in and he looks over to his right he sees Ray the staring what's at him really, like, What's
1: really what's really funny <laughs> is this that Ray Winston has been in a ton of movies. I mean oh, like
0: he's fucking he was movie. in
1: Indiana Jones 4 yeah. he was in he's he's he, oh, Jeremiah. he was he in the a movie a little bit. He was funny. Yeah. He was fun to watch. The proposition bit. not the proposal the yes, proposition. Was.
3: Oh and he's the fucking badass, yeah. He's Great one of those movie.
1: he's one of those actors that when you give him a role he kind of just like he pops. He, he he He's not a leading actor. He but he pops like he he just is so good. Yes. Um,
2: what about the campfire is you know. that him and Jack Nicholson did not get along in this movie? Really? For whatever oh. fucking reason. So that's kind of funny that you know you don't see that on the screen. Yeah. But guys, is it true that Jack Nicholson's character uh, Castello is based off the 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 famous mobster guy Whitey Burglar? Bulger? Bulger. Is that is? I mean, because he was kind of working with the FBI. Mm-hmm. Is that correct?
3: Yeah, The informant. Yeah, yeah, The informant.
2: So, is it kind of like using that story setting for this movie right here? Because this is a remake of a movie.
3: Yeah, well, it's a remake of a, a Japanese movie, or is a Korean. Yeah. yeah,
1: and I feel like it's a, it's a, it's a. When you say remake, there are remakes, and then there are loose remakes, right? So there are there are, there are those that that shot for shot change, like Psycho, Gus Van Sant. Uh, mm-hmm. was a remake. That was a remake of Psycho. This I don't think was necessarily a remake for remake's sake. I think it was a reimagining. Yeah. Uh, because I heard an interview with um with uh, Martin Scorsese, and he said he really wanted to put a sh- like a shine on it, like something that was very Scorsese, like very him.
2: Yeah. When he got assigned to this movie, I mean he was he didn't even know that this was a remake actually, and mm-hmm. this is probably the very few or only movie that's ever been uh, that won Best Picture. As a fucking remake. So it's kind of a, yeah, it kind of stands on its own, man.
0: Yeah. So I was going to say, so the whole time, Frank is the rat, right, guys? No, Just making a, sure. What? Like, Frank? He is Frank? a rat. He's the main rat. No, of this, so Frank that's why he's is, on such a an informant. Yeah. He is
3: an informant, but I wouldn't necessarily. Say-
0: I wouldn't say he's the bad. main rat. If you think about it, he's the main rat all. of the whole. I you Look it up and say he's the main rat, and that's why he's so untouchable. No. Look no, no, no up. He, he is, is an informant for the FBI. He is. He is definitely an informant for the FBI, and he's untouchable. Hold on. He
1: is an informant for the FBI. However, he in my opinion, uses his informancy to continue his criminal conspiracy and his criminal career, he's not trying to bring down his criminal career. I think the definition of a rat is someone inside an in, in organization trying to bring it down from the inside. I, would agree I do believe that that, that would be my definition yeah. of a rat. Yeah, but
2: he's selling out his own t- crew. Well, he's it, selling out he's his own crew. No, no,
1: only yeah, as it only turns out, when... when so again, rat, uh, Once F- again, you're asking normal people. They're not going to do that analysis. That's why we're right. doing a podcast, Eddie, because we're refined and intellectual. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, and I'm I'm thinking overall, it's
2: it's just funny how he's trying to find who the rat is, and he's a fucking rat. Yeah, I mean himself. that's
1: the irony of the whole movie.
2: So my question is is this guys, um, do you wish that they would have put the settings in the 1970s of this movie, or do do you like it that it's actually yeah. like you know cell phones and all that shit? Oh, if you don't yeah. mind me asking.
1: Yeah, I think I think the, the the newness of it really brings out. They did it with a couple of movies recently, um, uh, not recently, but they they did um, American uh, American Gangster mm-hmm. with um, Christian Bale. Chris, was it Christian Bale? No, it was, yeah, it was Christian Bale. No, it wasn't. It was. Yeah, it was, um, was Christian Bale. It was Russell Russell Crowe. Crow, Russell, Russell Crowe and, and, and Denzel Washington. And Denzel Washington. And they said that was set in the seventies. Oh, that was and American Hustle. Hustle sorry. I don't think it hit. Yeah, this that movie did not hit as well as this movie because I think that what made this movie unique is it gave a fresh take on gangster movies. It wasn't a 70s movie. It was a fresh just like when they did Sherlock, the show Sherlock, they took a character from the 1800s and brought him into 2012 uh, London and he texted and he used Google and it was it was it was almost like a reimagining of, of, a yeah. of a genre. And I think that's really important to, to I, I think uh, it would have been really cool movie. if it
2: would have took him back in the seventies because it would have actually been dirty. And then would have had that really like, you know, gritty vibe and everything like that, especially, you know, with the whole, like uh, Frank Castillo, you know, being a mobster yeah. and but, everything. But so, Scorsese's
3: I mean. done that to death. Right. Scorsese's done that. He's, He's done, done that. Go but, one, yeah. Better. Don't get me wrong. He yeah. is.
2: I mean, he did, he did with the Irishman, you know, he did. I'm yeah. I'm
1: going go one better though, Jeremy. I liked that <clears throat> you got a modern take on corruption that in the seventies corruption was fucking obvious. Now they fucking in the 1970s, and the 1940s, they championed look at untouchables. The cops were like proud of being dirty. Now it's like, it's layered upon layered upon layered. And it's so hard to see. There's so, so as, many. and nobody is really good and nobody's really bad. They're all operating on like a spectrum. And that's just like fucking that to me
0: made the movie really good. Yeah. yeah. You find yeah. out that there's multiple police, police uh, state yeah. troopers. Uh, there's another one that you had no idea or that it should have been a setup, mm-hmm. but like, Oh, snap, the, the FBI yeah. agent, he's working with Costello. And then you have another person who's uh, a police officer that's in Costello's game besides Leo. Yeah. So um, I'm, yeah, I, got, I got a question. I want to throw it out to you guys because I have seen this movie,
3: multiple times and every single time i see this movie including last week when i watched it for this i am just stumped out of my mind so okay so i'm taking you three quarters of the way through the movie when uh kind of the 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 shit goes down queen and dies which i do want to talk about queen and i want to talk about martin sheen but um queen dies and uh one of the costellas guy gets shot and ends up dying on the couch right and he says oh i i told you 314 instead of 344 i told you the wrong address is he working for the fbi is he a cop undercover or why the fuck didn't he turn him in i i don't know and it pisses me off that i don't know what do you guys think
2: i thought he was working for the fbi i thought he was working with the fbi and he was deep and undercover he, he, yeah you're
0: talking about the guy who dies i don't think he's fbi i think he was a, another undercover police what officer. department
3: yeah because i i feel like queen and what have used him queen would have well, used uh, him if, 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 yeah so so it just confused me because he 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 admits he tells DiCaprio, right? He tells Billy that I told you the wrong address, and you showed up at the right address, and I knew that it was, you know, you know. He calls him out, but he says something like, "I didn't, I didn't tell," and then he dies. Like to me, that's a weak
0: part. Did Cuien also in the very beginning say we have guys in? Like he made it seem like we there was more multiple than Leo. I, I, I remember watching this again, thinking like. The way that Queenan made it sound like there was multiple Maybe. than one besides Leo, and, I had every watch and so different it makes me departments. Think like, oh, yeah, and different departments ones talk. don't
1: they don't talk to yeah. each other. I, I don't mean to keep throwing history at it, but when Bundy was going through his fucking murder spree, mm-hmm. the counties didn't talk to each other. The the fucking counties. Oh, hey, we have three Even beheaded girls. Zodiac. Oh, we have, yeah, it's the same shit. Yeah. The, yeah. the counties wouldn't talk to each other. So to think that these. Different organizations were talking to each other about mm-hmm. their about their undercover officers in the most dangerous gang in all of Boston. I don't think that that's unreasonable to think that FBI, CIA, who knows who, who you know what yeah. had who had that's people a really
3: good point. There. Now, now uh, wait on the on the 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 yeah. topic of, of rat, which I guess is the whole movie, but. Did you guys think it was kind of silly, dumb, stupid, uh, annoying that nobody realized that it was Billy, that it was DiCaprio's character that was the rat? Because all of a sudden, all the shit starts to happen. All the the mention of a rat starts to happen. As soon as Billy shows up, is it just because Billy got in good with Costello and Costello believed him and liked him? Or what what do you think it was?
2: Because he knew Billy knew that he was a fucking working with the FBI. He knew that.
1: Yes. You're also dealing with someone who thinks he's untouchable. Costello thinks he's fucking untouchable. Very true. He even if he gets caught, he's he's a fucking informant. He he's, he'll be fine. So, wait, Sean, do you like, think that's yeah, the whole but thing. Do you think
3: that Costello likes Billy, that respected Billy? As, yeah, I as do. I, as think a, think right, I, got, I think that's why I think that's why
1: he kept him around. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They like they like this
0: dad.
1: I, I, I also yeah. think that there is an element of he thinks not only is he an informant, but he's got Matt Damon on the inside. He thinks that he can legitimately protect himself. From anything anything that arises. From anything that
0: arises. And do anything he wants. So that was to say, he doesn't give a shit if there's a rat on it. He just wants to know who it is so he can control that the information. Because he was trying to set up Billy for a moment before Queenen died, right? Of, uh, oh, there's new guys being in on here. So it was at first, uh, Billy almost gave himself up, but then he just happened to be like, it's just, it was weird how that whole scenario came about, but he was pretty much just about to be caught and he didn't. What's get so caught.
2: funny about that, dude, is Billy, is that he wasn't as worried as being undercover, but the moment he found out that Costello was working for the FBI, he was fucking losing. He's like, get me the fuck out of this undercover stage and shit. Dude. Because
1: he knows the FBI is going to just, they don't care. They're going to come yeah. in a clean slate.
3: I think that going along with you guys is one of, my, I keep saying one of my favorite scenes. I mean, there's so many fucking scenes in this movie that are, are some of my favorite scenes, but one of the parts that sticks out to me, and I just think it's bad badass is when you got Queenan and you got uh fucking Wahlberg's character can't remember what his name is uh dingham or whatever his name is and they're they talk they're talking to right they're talking to costello and and costello is basically admits right i mean th- you got this this conversation happening <laughs> between both sides and you see that that pride and that arrogance like sean what you were talking about that arrogance of costello saying i think he even says it like you, like to see you try or you know good luck or i mean something you know that that it's instigating and and kind of pushing them and the reality is they don't have anything that can stick and i think that that is such an interesting hard thing to to accept for a lot of people and that's
0: how that's that shows you how i mean honestly castello he's so he has the the police department wrapped around his fingers because queen and uh marky mark's character digham digham they had to go so hardcore undercover that only them two yeah. knew the operator like realistically that's so risky because like that means like that uh undercover person could instantly be by themselves real real quickly because the police department's not to be trusted so that's really in, in my eyes is Costello is winning this yeah. war well it reminds right? me of
1: ba- batman dark knight a little bit where i think it was he was uh i want to say it was a dark knight where um batman goes to commissioner gordon and commissioner gordon he says we're two now we're two people like that's all we have is each other and then you know he said if i had to deal with if i if i didn't have to deal with corrupt cops i would have a i would have nobody on the force like that's the kind of concept that that we're dealing with here is that if you're not dealing with corruption then it's like politics there would be no one in fucking politics it's all corrupt it's all it's all mangled together
2: yeah, And it makes sense that it's all corrupt because when you see Matt Damon actually like calling these fucking like, you know, calls and just like, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, just go and take this person down. It, it, it's it's like, yo, how are you pulling this shit? How is this thing blowing up your fucking face and you're not getting fucking ding for anything? Mm-hmm. Then, you know, it's all fucking corrupt and shit, dude.
1: Oh, it's all. Yeah. And, uh, I, it's, you know, we're drawing a line between fiction and reality. But you have to admit that there's something of 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 life in that's imitating art here right there's something here that they're driving off of so that means that some of some element of this corruption is still present in what we're doing now and one of the questions that i ask myself that these kind of movies make me wonder about is if the police are committing criminal acts to just to, to to get criminals what's the difference between the police and the criminals
2: and I'm not bashing on police, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying, I'm just saying it, it It pretty much asks the question, you know. I mean, if you have a gun in your face, you know, what's, what's the, the difference? difference? What's the, dif- what's yeah, the what's difference?
1: Yeah,
0: the,
2: difference? <laughs> the lion can only take down the lion, See, a sheep but that's can't take true, down the lion. Because
1: if you look at Elliot Ness, when Elliot Tours, Ness went after, Tours, uh, and I know we're talking about. You know, I know we're talking about a decades ago, uh, you know, well, actually a century ago now. Um, <laughs> but when oh. Elliot Ness took down Al Capone, his moniker was "Let's do some good." Let's go face him. And it was you know Sean Connery's character who brought him in. You send one they sent one of yours to the you know to the morgue. Yeah, we sent yeah. three. Whatever it doesn't yeah. matter. He fought fire with fire, but then realized that the only way to get Capone was to. Get, get smarter than Capone to, to attack his taxes. And I think that that type of of ruthlessness mm-hmm. doesn't really work. Roof, r- cops against cops, criminals against criminals. It just doesn't work like that anymore. Look,
2: that's what happened with Leonardo DiCaprio's character, right? I mean, he could have just walked away, got his fucking like, identity back and whatnot. But when he found out that Matt Damon was the fucking rat and everything, I mean, he decided to do a citizen's arrest, so to say, and just get this fucking guy. And, you know.
0: That's where he fucked up there. That's where, he, yeah, he fucked up there at that point. He should have played it a little bit longer.
2: Have you guys heard about the X factor in this fucking movie? Yes.
0: Yes, I think it's badass. No.
2: It's fucking great. So if you rewatch this movie, okay? They're everywhere. You should watch it because there's an X that's foreshadowing someone's death in every scene when a person is about to die. It's uh. so fucking crazy, dude. <laughs> so if you watch it, you will literally will see an X. There is a red X by Leonardo skin.
1: DiCaprio's head mm-hmm. in the elevator.
2: Yes, yeah. you see it. So, but I think it was like something like a movie from the 1930s that Martin wanted to kind of like, you know, pay a homage to and everything like that. But if you see it and watch it again, folks, you'll literally see everyone that's in the movie who is about to actually get like, you know, assassinated or killed or something like that. There's an X near it. So there's this whole kind of X factor shadowing, uh, foreshadowing someone's death.
1: So what I I do want to say is having having two of my least favorite uh, actors in this movie uh, being Matt Damon
0: and... um, so, if you had to pick a movie for Matt Damon, this well, is probably What one of I was going to say
1: is that his this character is the one he should play all the time. The little bullshit character. Anytime he gets sincere and tries to be like badass, I think he fails. But that's just my oh, opinion. Jason Bourne. He is Jason
3: Bourne. Jason Bourne's pretty good. Oh, those <laughs> movies are so trash. Crazy. You
1: can't even watch them. Oh God. Good. Yeah, I mean, I Good Will hunting, hunting, but he was the same the kind Martian, of
3: Martian. He was really character. fucking good at that, dude. And I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that. We need yeah. to talk about the love story a little bit. Okay.
0: We got Jared. We I'm got. Sorry, it. what's the what's
2: the That's odds of right. that happening? It,
3: it's what's so the odds of that
0: happening that. of having the same therapist? There's only one therapist. That the therapist state.
2: is probably one of the worst fucking person that do their job right and shit, dude. That's probably the one of the weakest parts of the fucking it movie, is. For me, dude. It
3: is. And that's why I want to talk about it. Eddie, you hit the fucking nail on the head because that pissed me off more than ever when I rewatched it for this. Yeah. And that is, that was a weak. Except weak for ass. you're wrong. Okay, shut up. <laughs> that was a weak spot. And what makes it even Can weaker. Can I tell you why? No, no, hold on. Can I tell no, you No, why? no, hold on. But what makes it even weaker is the fact that she gets pregnant with Leo's kid because you know that it's fucking leo's kid i I agree with you 100 on that dude
2: yeah
1: so i don't disagree with you but i will say the reason they all have the same therapist is because it is not uncommon for each department of the government to have one therapist that all the fucking people go to it's not uncommon it's not uncommon that they would all be seeing the same fucking person
0: so technically though leo why it's would Leo ordered. have that same therapy? Leo was
1: court-ordered, yeah, okay. and where do you think, you think Quinn sent him? Yeah. To the fucking police person, the one who could deal with the police issues. Because the, this person... I wish yeah, you yeah, would have said I, that.
0: I, I wish you would have said that. Because overall, you get to uh, uh, guess. I am, and I'm happened.
1: not. Because you're talking about a very a very small subset of of... Psychiatrists and psychologists who could deal with undercover police, oper- you know, because they would go kill the fucking therapist. All the gangsters would kill the therapist. But the whole idea is a therapist is. I mean, if you look at Sopranos, if you look at all these different gangster type movies, right? You've you've got the police going to the same fucking person. Uh, can we just mention that Vera Farmiga has uh, not aged in like forty years because she looks fucking incredible. oh she's amazing yeah Today, she's a fucking great actress she's a great she, actress don't get me wrong I just didn't <laughs>
2: like the story. In this fucking movie, she, paid, she played uh,
1: she played she played Mama Bates in in Bates Motel, and she was fucking creepy as shit in that show. Mm. Go ahead, Jeremy. Sorry.
2: So, um, I you mentioned something about that he was court ordered. Was it courted by um by Martin Sheen's character to have. go to this? It would show? have to be. So let me ask you something on that part. It,
1: yeah, it was part of his parole.
2: Okay. Okay.
0: Okay. It was part okay. of his parole, which makes me think like it just just uh, only no, does... no no no.
2: You just threw something to the wall, and I'm like, "Holy shit! I never thought about this." But do you think he set that thing up for him to actually get to go to a Madeline's profession, so he can actually get more information, maybe with Matt Damon and shit? Well, because that's he a fucking know that's
3: Matt Damon.
0: There's no way. Yeah. There's no
2: way. Everybody, Matt Damon. yeah, bro. That's, everyone's yeah. three steps ahead in this fucking movie, dude. Come on, you should know I, that, dude.
0: No, how would how would how would who? You're Marky
2: Mark saying Martin the knew. Queen and Marky sense, Marky Leo. that
1: that uh. Marky Mark knew that what's his name was dirty.
2: Yes, yes. No, he only knew. Of course, him. he so you don't, knew. No, no, no. If he only killed him the not end. to the very end, not and to that's the ver- because to the Leonardo end.
3: DiCaprio's character sent yes. the tapes to Marky Mark. That's what it was. So no, I, but okay. I see what so you're so, saying, so, Jerry. So but I don't second think it Question to
2: that was uh, Marky Mark Bigman. Was he a rat? Was he working for the FBI? No. Was no. he getting for revenge? No, he was revenge, revenge for Queen and
0: because Queen and him were bros. No. He's Kevin he's Kevin Costner and okay. untouchable. One at well, 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 well. a time
2: one at a time.
1: all He's a fucking cleaner. He's cleaning up the mess. He's he's protecting Quinn he's protecting his department. He's cleaning up the mess of what happened around uh uh what's his name? Leonard oh, fucking he's
3: revenge, one hundred percent revenge. He loved Quinn and Quinn and him were buddies, they were bros, and he got Quinn's back.
2: Okay. Eddie. He's vengeance. But why would vengeance. he use a fucking silencer?
3: He's in a freaking because ho- he was apartment. cleaning
0: the scene. Because
2: he's, he's 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 smart. First How off,
0: why bad. would he not use a salary? He, he has a job tomorrow. Cool. He still needs to he still needs to go to work
2: the no, next he, day. He doesn't work there anymore. Right. Remember that, dude.
0: He's on leave. He got yeah. no. He does. He only he only gets suspended for two weeks. He's on leave, so he needs to make it. No, so the, he reason, doesn't, look look the reason. theory out that he's an FBI informant, dude. There's a theory
2: that he works for the FBI.
1: Okay, so I can understand the theory, but he's at least a cleaner because fucking Matt Damon walks in on plastic. If if he's a police officer, he's gonna shoot Matt Damon. They're gonna go through the no. Matt Damon is never gonna be seen or heard from again. That motherfucker is gone forever. He's winding up in the Hudson River.
2: Okay, is he a rat then? Does he work for the uh, for the mafia?
1: No, he's a cleaner. He's Marks Marky a cleaner. Mark? He went in and cleaned the situation up. No, he's he a got rid of all the shit.
3: Officer, no, he 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 was good because he <laughs> walks out. He shoots. He walks out. No, he's, he's still leaving a good the body. person. He no yeah yeah he but he's leaving the body.
1: No, so he didn't. Li- say. No,
0: Brandon. Why would he put plastic down? He didn't have plastic down. He had plastic on his foot. He had little booty slip. Why would you want me? Why you put plastic down? He didn't have plastic. Yeah. He, had, he had plastic on his feet. Yeah, he, had booty yeah, he only had booty That's slippers. Booty slippers. He had plastic yeah. down. He
3: had booty. <laughs> booty, 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 <laughs> I booty, it. I
0: love it. Like I'm saying, like, like I'm trying to say is, yeah. he's trying to go to work tomorrow on the Tuesday after he gets done not cleaning, cleaning up, up the cleaning up in the same the way, way that Monday. Sean's talking about cleaning. up. Uh, Matt Damon's character. All
1: right, now I got it. Now I got to rewatch it because I don't remember. Yeah. I thought he had plastic on the walls.
0: Did anyone else have a feeling that Matt Damon? Like you saw when Matt Damon was walking into his room, that very last scene, and two of the ladies yeah. were looking at him very weirdly. I mean, almost seemed like they like, hey, something's no, in no. your room. Like, I think I it's know, because the feeling, Vera I, Farmiga's, again, car- like, no, Vera Farmiga's they character
3: him. left him, and it disrupted this this image that he had portrayed. And so my guess is that she made kind of a, a stink about it and, okay. and, and other people now look, at, look down on him as being not the quality guy that he was kept trying to, to show everybody that he was.
2: OK, but maybe it's because, you know, people talk through like, you know, kind of the underground and shit like that and where we got around that, you know, he's a mole. He's a rat and shit like that. And that people knew that this guy was going to get his two. These are two the little old
3: ladies, man. I don't know
1: about I, that. I don't disagree. Um, I don't disagree with you, Jeremiah. Word about a rat gets around.
2: Yeah. OK, last question here, guys. So this was the best picture of 2006, right? Yeah. Yes. Now, would you change a best picture? Of other movies that did not get nominated for this year.
3: I'm looking up what movies were nominated. Other movies. Tell me.
2: The Prestige came out this year. Oh, fuck. No. Same year. No. Children of Men no. came this out the better. same year.
3: No. no. You haven't seen it.
2: Oh, and the best one, The Fountain.
3: Ah.
2: No. <laughs> no, here's the real This was the best. This was obviously the best.
3: The Prestige is fucking amazing, fucking fantastic movie. This is cinema. This is this is this is acting and directing and filmmaking at its highest level. It deserved to win.
1: Uh, I agree, but I but agree. don't disparage your
0: prestige. No, oh, I'm not. I prestige is one of the well, great movies that were made. Oh, so hey, everybody and, listening, we're going to be talking about that later this season. But this movie is better well, than that one.
1: Now, see, here's my problem, Eddie. When you say it's better than, they're they're different. They're different genres. They're different. the The purpose of the movie is different. That's okay. like saying that's like saying Toy Story is better than or less good than this movie. It's a completely different.
0: Oh, okay. So then, Casablanca is this is this better than Casablanca? Casablanca is better, better than, this? than this.
1: Casablanca is the best movie of
0: all time. Mm, I this, agree. No, b- why? Because why? technically, why?
1: acting, music, innovation. Oh, Sean, it,
0: you just it, fucking you stabbed you yourself. Just, you no. just stumbled over the same reason.
1: No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Thank because, you. Because Thank we're not yes, trying to, you excuse have, me. I can because the mandate of this podcast is how good the movie is based on a scale of zero to five. If I was going to go the best movie of all time, that's a completely different characterization, a uh, completely mm-hmm. different analysis that I'm going to put the movie through. If I was putting analysis of that, of this movie through greatest movie of all time, it wouldn't even make the fucking top 150.
0: This movie is better than the Prestige. That's all I got. It as and you t- you t- you said, oh no, it's 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 all this. And I'm saying, well, that's the same thing goes with this. And if you, you, you roll out the Arabia. tape, I would
1: say just understand they are two different genres. And I don't think you could say Prestige, you know, in the context of our podcast, is necessarily better or worse than this movie because it's a completely different type of movie. Same thing with Casablanca and Lawrence of Arabia. No, because with, the AFI's uh, with, mandate the is not a scale. Oh, that's what a- you just a- said. AFI
0: mandate. No, I- I'm saying the same thing. You're holding AFI. I a think we bit too have a feature zero
2: in this movie here, guys, and that brings us <laughs> to the end of our review. Now it's time on the podcast where each of the hosts provides a score on the following scale. Eddie, can you provide the yes. score, please?
0: Zero, the perfect movie. You don't need shit to enjoy it. One, a feel-good first cocktail. Two, a happy buzz. Three, on the Uber lifting home. Four, a rough morning walk to shame. Five, blackout, shit face, spring break drunk. Uh, gentlemen, who I'll go first. Would first? Uh, so for me, yeah, this movie Sean. was um,
1: one of the highlights of 2006, if not if not highlights of this genre of movie, which is uh, I would say is like the undercover cop kind of corruption e movie. Um, I'm really looking forward to Heat. I haven't told anyone that I haven't not seen that movie oh, yet. Me neither. I'm really looking forward to a couple other movies that we're doing. Um, but to me, this one was fresh and different, and I loved the actors who, who were in it predominantly. Um, I did not start liking Martin Wahlberg until he did The Fighter, which was several years later, and I still don't like Matt Damon that much, but uh, it had my boy Martin Sheen, which I think he's fantastic, and um, truth be told, I think the acting in this movie was absolutely fantastic. I think Martin Scorsese knows how to pace a movie better than anyone else, and the violence which I am not a fan of was just enough where it wasn't grotesque and disgusting. And I was not off put by the movie. Uh, my mom does not, I don't think she cares for this movie because everyone dies at the end. That one doesn't bother me. The fact that everyone, literally almost everyone dies, it doesn't bother me because everyone was kind of a shitty person. <laughs> Except for Leo. I wish Leo would survive. Um, anyway, uh that being said, let me give this movie a one. I think I really enjoyed it. I think it's a really great, uh, a really great film and, uh, I'm going to give it a, a solid, uh, uh, uh first, uh, first cocktail feel good. First cocktail. Nice.
3: Okay. So I'm going to take it because, uh, Sean threw it to me, uh, visually. So here's the deal. Yes, Brandon. Yes. Thank you so much so you 're absolutely right, Sean. I mean, I could basically say everything that Sean said. Um, I think that you 're right. This is a perfectly paced film. It is an expert filmmaker that created this one. This is not you know something that that happens just on on you know happenstance. I think this is somebody who has a craft and has a knowledge and has a a vision and then creates that vision and then is able to inspire other people. To work on the film, actors to act, to to see that that, you know, that vision acted out Um, things. We didn't even talk about it, you know, really at all. But you're right. I remember sitting in the theater and, and as soon as that elevator door opened up and and Leo's head splits open, like that was one of the biggest shocks, I think. Ever, I mean, for me, at least I didn't see that one coming. It hit me so off guard. It made me walk out of the theater feeling just kind of empty. But man, that was a great empty feeling. Um, And so this is a movie that doesn't apologize about anything it does. It just goes out and says, this is the movie that I am. Like it or don't like it, here it is. And and Sean, going back to what you said at the very beginning with that eight point five IMDb rating, you're right. It's it's not the movie for everybody, but it's a movie that we're looking at. You know, expertly crafted films. This has got to be up there with you know some of the very very best out there. Um, my my problem is really three different points. Uh, Jack Nicholson at times. Uh, my the one part that kind of keeps coming to mind is when he's you know pretending to be a rat and he's you know. Drawing the little pictures. He was showing his teeth. Like to me, it's like that's just Jack Nicholson being Jack Nicholson. Shut the fuck up and just stop. Uh Mark Wahlberg's character, just the way he's written, not even Marky Mark's presentation of it, but just the -the over-the-topness. Like, don't be such an asshole, Dick. I get what you're trying to do, but just it didn't it didn't land. And it just seems so out of place, especially when you got Queen and who is genuinely an amazing character. And then the third part is the whole I, you know, pregnancy through Leo's character, which helps kind of make him live on and, and try to, you know, make up for the fact that he dies in the end. I hate movies that do that. They, It's a cheap little um,
1: plot yeah. twist. It's a cheap, it's, it's It, it's it's it not, is, it
3: absolutely is. Yeah. And it just pissed me off. Um, That said, if we're going to take the whole rest of the two and a half hours and take out, you know, really those three minutes of, of frustration for me. Um, this is a this is a damn good movie. I finished watching it, looked over at a man, and I said, "God, this is so much better than I remember it." And for that, uh, it's not a perfect film, but it is a damn great one. You should go see it if you haven't seen it, and if you have seen it, watch it again. I'm giving this a point six. Um, it is not quite a one, but it's also not quite a point five because it's got a couple other things. And Jer, I did a point six just for you, buddy, just so you know. I was going to do point six too, but I'm going to go with a point six. <laughs> yeah, so guy, I'm going to go with Ed. Ed, you're next. You had your hand up, so I'm going to go point six, and Ed's going to tell us what he's got
0: uh so i liked everything you guys are saying so i when you know when we were picking movies i'm gonna say martin's movies he's done a lot of movies and this was one of my favorite movies he's he's put together um i feel like this was i don't think he knew it was going to be holding down to how it holds down now to this time i think it's our modern day age of a gangster movie i think it holds up really well uh with the age i mean it's 2006 for some reason i thought it was that long ago and I'm like, wow, 2006, like that's actually some time ago now. That's almost coming up on 20 years, uh, in three years from now. And I was just like, I it still holds up though, compared to some of the other recent movies out there that just drops fast, real fast with gangster movies. Um it just puts a nice little twist of, of of this, you know, theme of a gangster in this modern day and age. It was a great project. And I don't think Martin was gonna Think that was going to happen in the long run for this movie? I think this movie should honestly be on the top of 100 of AFI. I don't think it gets enough credit. It's anyone could watch it. It's it has a little blood to it. It has a little uh, violence to it. But I mean, like a lot of the movies have that. On uh, I feel like this movie deserves to be in the top AFI for the top 100. Um, I honestly oh, zero. love this movie, and this is one
1: of well, so all the know, top, all the movies on the uh, AFI should be a zero.
0: Like that's that's
1: they should be the epitome um, of of zero Vertigo okay, so,
0: shouldn't be. No, Vertigo's not. And Rocky's not and saving Private Ryan. Yeah, so not. basically but you Vertigo don't movies, believe North that any movie West is a zero. Is we
1: haven't had this conversation, and that's fine. And mm,
0: yeah, but it should be in the AFI. I'm I, talking, to John, you had your chance. It's it's definitely in the top one hundred movies. It's on the AFI. It's better than a lot of the other movies that are fucking on there, like Vertigo I'm saying. I'm not just gonna throw that out there. Um so Honestly, though, Departed for me is, I, I like Brandon Storr, but I'm going to go around. It's, it's, it's a shot for me. This, this, this movie is a 5. shot for me. It's a 0. 0.5. I think it's one of the better movies that we've done this all right, season.
1: when you uh, take those Wait, scores, we're and somebody by four. we're missing somebody.
2: We oh, still well, need sorry, Jeremiah. Jeremiah. It's all right. You're gonna yawn, you guys. You're not gonna pay attention. So no, I mean, I'm I'll gonna pay attention.
1: It. I'm just so frustrated <laughs> with the fact that there's there's not a zero. It doesn't exist, even though he's given zeros to movies. Anyway, go ahead, go ahead, Jeremiah. Oh, no, no, Eddie. You no, I, I, Eddie. I, I, Eddie, I, you,
2: you can't zero talk. Jeremiah's time.
0: Eddie, no, Eddie, uh, stop talking. Neither you. you. Stop talking. Stop talking.
2: I just want to give my my score, guys. Sorry, Jeremiah. Jesus Christ sorry Jeremiah okay, just hands down this movie represents some of the best actors of our generations it does this is like the the dream team of 1992 of the basketball season like well said. everyone's on their fucking a game in this fucking movie and it's great to watch this man you know uh it's a great crime thriller of a movie I mean I think it's one of those cool cat mouse type of a movie it's like spy versus spy has that fucking vibe to it and I love it the only problem about this movie man is the love triangle. It feels out of fucking place in this movie. It is what it is on that shit. And that's just how I feel of of that part. If I can move that, it's a zero, guys. But honestly, I mean, Martin got in the war for this movie. I don't think this is his best film. I think Goodfellas is his fucking masterpiece. That's my opinion. But this was cool to watch, man. It was really to see everybody kind of in their fucking prime in this movie man so this is a 1.25 for me guys i just wish that fucking love triangle part was just out of the movie it just didn't fit the fucking movie man so that's my score simple as that
1: i'd love to see goodfellas i think that'd be a interesting uh interesting one to do all right when we combine those scores and divide by four what does the departed get an average rating
0: of so it's it's a 0.8375 (sighs) ah
2: It's 0.8375.
1: All right. And so, Jeremy, where does that put us on uh, the list of movies we we have reviewed so far?
2: Because of Brandon's amazing fucking 0.6, it fucking actually puts a score by itself. (laughs) That's literally all I'm trying to do right now. It's by itself on its list as number 12. And so what's better than it? It's right between The Shining and The Breakfast Club.
1: So The Shining is better than or worse than?
2: Yes. The Shining is better than.
1: And what else? Was Give us a couple of movies above above okay.
2: that. So what's better this film is The Shining, Gladiator, Remember the Titans, No Way Home, Spider-Man, Joker, Pulp Fiction, I mean, The Dark Knight. There you my, go. Okay, Minus so worse, Joker. Worse.
3: Minus Joker. I'd agree. Sure. What's
2: worse is Jaws, Good, Bad, and the Ugly, Alien, America Feety, Signs, Inglorious wow. Bastards. You know, That's honestly, tough. Sean, That's I'm going to follow Sean's say I, I
0: kind of think that that fits there. I feel
2: there. Jaws that... Can we flip yeah, Joker and Jaws
0: just like everyone <laughs> vote on that? I feel like they're, they I should be That's a good idea. We should no, have an guys... episode
2: where we should actually change a score for one of our films or one film that we think that should be better in our list. Like I feel like Jaws should be higher and Joker should be like, – they just need a um, flip.
1: Yeah, no. I, 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 I'm I, kind of agreeing with Brandon. It's it's a great movie, but I, it's not better than Jaws. I'm sorry. It's the not the problem is
3: that Jaws is so revolutionary, and this movie is not revolutionary. It's not anything against The Departed. Right. But you got you got to give – Credit where Jaws's credits do. If that makes sense.
2: Well, I mean, if you look at the IMDb uh, ratings and whatnot, I mean, you know, the party is is rated higher than Jaws. So right. I mean, I mean, it just you know, has this little that thing. I, I just think that that we've, we've done a damn good job. I
0: think the party. I like the score. I just think Jaws. I just think Jaws should be higher on our list. I like where the party at. a little I like yeah. Jaws
2: Is number thirty nine on the IMDb list of uh the top two hundred and fifty movies of all time all right. so cool cool i mean it's kind of right there i mean I, I agree with you sean i think jaws is a fucking iconic film and shit i think we should have one episode in our season where we actually kind of make a case of why that movie should actually get a different higher rating yeah that would Score. be more point break no nah, you sold your soul on that one bro yeah that's your fault
0: <laughs> that was your movie <laughs> <laughs> there's no
2: it's you talking to me too not all movies are
0: great all right it's a great movie in my collection well but it's it's, not it's, it's movie.
1: movies that you okay. like versus movies that are great and those can be two different things i can believe yeah. that armageddon is one of the greatest films ever made and think that you know it's a piece of shit at the same time it's okay
0: i watched oh, the Rock. the other great. day and i was trying to it's great but they started judging careful, because of careful. doing the show i started Ooh. judging like oh god oh no <laughs>
1: Oh See. no! <laughs> all right if you enjoyed our review or a fan of the podcast we ask you please subscribe wherever you're listening give us a five-star review on itunes uh you can also find us on instagram at the dot gentleman podcast dot means a lot yes. you can visit our website at the gentleman podcast.com or you can reach out to us by email at hosts with an s-h-o-s-t-s at the gentleman podcast.com uh we thank you so much for listening and jeremy what do we have uh coming up here
2: I believe we're going to be actually reviewing some of the new movies that will be coming out or oh, no. are currently nominated for Best Picture this year, right? Or well, are we, we going to actually go into...
3: No, we got we got Parasite coming at, to you, so be ready
0: for it. So, Parasite. Parasite.
2: Right. Yeah, Parasite. All right. Can't wait. Cheers, gentlemen, and we'll see you next week. Thanks. Time to get out the fucking-